Hello, good morning. Chris, you got the nice loafers on today. What's up with that? Guten Tag. I, I did decide to wear the um the Belgian stay. I don't know. I just I was feeling like a slipper moment um mm-hmm. when I left the house and it feels appropriate over here in Sleepy Glendale. That one's tough because you can you can it's like almost invisible the ankle sock, but you can still see a little bit Bitch, on the shut top. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that that's honestly one of the most offensive things you've ever said to me. <laughs> you you claiming that me I was going for blood on that Your one. Your business sorry. partner and known man it was wearing peds. Known man. <laughs> I don't what's a ped? I've never heard of that. That's what a that's like when you're when a woman goes into a high end shoe store to try on some Manolas and they give you like the gauzy No, I'm just kidding. I know what they are. I just wanted you to describe what they are, further making my point, perhaps, that you know more about ankle socks than I do. I've worked in the footwear industry. I sold shoes (laughs) as a young buck, and that obviously is imprinted deeply into my psyche. So the Chanel flats, bare, that's that's Mm. about as loose as it gets in terms of of being able to cover it. That shows the most top foot. Yeah, there's nothing... I don't know, man. People are like, how do you wear loafers without socks? I'm like, because the other option is not actually an option because you look mm-hmm. like a bozo. Yeah. Unless you're Chloe Seven, you're wearing little frilly white socks on a female. That's that's very different. But <laughs> yeah. on a fella, you pull up in some, what, you put on the Nike socks with the loafers? That's crazy. I know. Yeah, some shoes you just got to go. You just got to do it. And you, and, you know, if they're made well, it's mm-hmm. fine. If they're made well and if you rotate them, as long as they're not the same shoe that you wear every day. I mean, I've I don't none of my shoes can, just in terms of stinky. None ones. of these shoes smell. None of my shoes like that smell because if they're if the, if they're well made, the interior is mm-hmm. is is leather, and so it's usually a little less. It's not like my Jack Purcells in eighth grade. No, that were smelling crazy. It's not like your Vans during puberty. No. Yeah, it, I was talking about this with Bay. She was saying like when you're younger like a hormonal teen that's when your feet smell the most yeah and then when you're an adult that kind of it's like acne you know yeah it just kind of goes away yeah yeah. i it mean it used to be a real problem back in high school though because everyone wore it was like you couldn't wear socks that was social suicide it still is that's what i'm trying it still to say. is for a lot of people but now that i look have lived with my body for millennia at this point nice nice pivot there <laughs> For uh, for eons, I know that I know what my body looks like, and I need a sock a lot of times. Oh, like it helps you, like like your appearance, like the the it, it completes the look. My my, my like it, huh. the look that you have right now, of like a five inch Nike inseam short with these nice loafers, no sock. There's a lot of leg. There's a lot of skin being exposed, mm-hmm. and my legs are so odd looking and long that you need that the saw. It's kind of like um, like floorboards on a wall. Mm-hmm. I look unfinished without without a sock. I love you comparing yourself to a simple wall. That that does a lot for me. I can I can use other. I know. I'm sure you're ornamental full. adornment no, metaphors. You're never lacking in in mm-hmm. examples, but. That's that's good to know because I, I thought you just wore socks for comfort, which I think is a nice bonus. But I see what you mean. There's too much real estate and leaving it uncovered could cause problems. Yeah. My, when your proportions are all off, you have to rethink everything, man. Mm. As it, I mean, if you have a full size mirror. I think the key to that, I think the answer is just get a shoulder up mirror. Let it spray. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a mirror, a full length mirror in my New York apartment. Never have. Really? No. No, I, it's, it's, it's a thing that guys well i just like i don't I, it's not like i'm wearing changing my look so frequently that it's like oh damn i really need to see how this looks like 
I've never felt like I had enough self-esteem to need a full-length mirror. That's a great, that's a great point. <laughs> Maybe it's that, that's what it is. I feel so bad about myself. I don't want to see what's going on below about shoulder height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, like I don't want to go to the doctor and get a full tip-to-tail checkup exactly. because I don't really need to know everything going in. And that information is there. not welcome here. <laughs> that information is not I've welcome. I've come this far. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I've done just fine without knowing what, Parts mm-hmm. of my body look yeah. from certain angles, and it's better that way. It is better that way. The more I know how I look, the more I will go out, or the less I'll go outside and interact with humans. I just think as you get older, the the even if it's not like a full uniform dressing, it's always still kind of a uniform dressing. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also, like once I see myself once in the pants, it's like all right, that's what the pants look like. Yeah, like obviously, <laughs> the, you know what I mean? Like obviously, pairing it with the top will change, but I just think it's a little. I just think if I had a full-length mirror, it would. I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable with it. It's it does more harm than good. Yeah, I just don't think it's a. It's, it's like weighing yourself. I'm just all set. But if I feel good and I look good, I'm happy. I don't need to know more. Every time I've moved in with a goddamn female, though. Oh, you know they got the IKEA mirror. The full-length mirror goes in before like mm, the bed. Your <laughs> yeah. that's right. <laughs> Sweetie, we're going to be sleeping on the couch tonight, but the mirror is there. The amount of times I've had to stud find to hang a full-length mirror for all of my romantic escapades over the years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, stud find does sound like a romantic escapade, but not the kind that you're talking I about. I haven't I haven't dropped a mirror since. That's that's good. They hold they hold tight. That's good. I, I I know that I know that you use your leveling app on your iPhone just like Tim the Toolman Taylor. It's no problem for you. I'm always I'm a I'm addicted to the leveling app because it was made it, 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 it's I, like I first generation. I've app. had it since 2007. Yeah. It's know? one of like, the first app. I think it's one of the first like apps you could get. Yeah, it was one of the first apps that kind of blew people's minds because everyone was like, "Oh, the, like I have Twitter and Facebook on my phone." They're like, "That's crazy," but like I can wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. But then using the iPhone as a tool, mm-hmm. where it's like the, it, the there's not a computer inside that's showing you the computer is it, physically itself the tool. And I was I was leveling so much shit, bro. It sounds cool. As a person who's never used a leveler in his entire life, um, mm-hmm. I don't even. You know what? I'm thinking about this, and this is probably embarrassing to admit. I don't even know if I've used a drill. Come on, bro. I'm dead serious. Maybe once or twice. I've used a hammer to open a coconut in Palm Springs or something. Uh, I usually like like them to do that for me, just because I don't <laughs> want to waste any of the precious, expensive. You're juice. better at it than I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I maybe have used a drill once or twice, but the thought of having the the leveler and the drill and just being able to hang a mirror. It's just, it's a foreign concept. Can't be me. Can't be me. Yeah. So we're, we're unedited live from Glendale. That's right. It's the third of July. That's right. We're celebrating America. If I see one more of those fucking posts, America doesn't deserve a birthday this year. (laughs) You're getting muted. So (laughs) on this side of, of, of Spotify and Apple, we celebrate the stars and bars. Well, I mean, look, has America ever deserved a birthday? Like, I don't think that's, no. I think that, I don't think so. So this is no different than that. Has I, any country deserved I've a birthday? I've also been seeing a new movement to stop fireworks because of the sustainability issues and the sea, the, the emissions that they, they emit. I'm like, okay, guys, like, well, come on. Let's do, uh, let's tackle the, the, the Instagram post, but because there's a key word that I've seen and I, I don't disagree with that. I don't think, I think it's uh it's tough to celebrate our, uh, of course our country's independence and freedom now during all of these, when there's less freedom <laughs> as, yes, as our agree. freedoms continue to, to get taken away from us dissipated. And it, 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 it has only gotten worse, not better. 
but but those messages and, and there's a, they all say the word frankly in them mm. like frankly i don't think we deserve frankly. a yeah. birthday party for our country this year it also feels like the kind of thing that's a twitter screenshot repurposed for instagram if it's not done <laughs> in the like millennial design style mm-hmm. there's only two ways it's going <laughs> and both of those are offensive to me yeah, and it is uh, it is virtual sig- virtue signaling into uh, preaching into the choir because nobody no you know all the people that follow you know like you and I follow all these people who feel the need to post that and we obviously agree yeah and we're not this is what this is off. What, this is where I'm at with all this shit donate money and shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah 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 don't talk about it anymore don't post anymore just donate money my policy is to give throw money at the problem and that goes into all realms of my life there's there's a hundred different things you could do choose the one that does the most and does the best yes job and then that's all you have to worry about cuz i'm telling you right now if you prioritize what does the best job Posting on Instagram to people that agree with you is maybe the last on the list. It is the last on the list, but it's the highest reward of to course. the least amount of work. So mm-hmm. everyone's going to pick the easiest. I mean, thing it's just to crazy do. what people think works. It's crazy. Like, well, basically, the problem is nothing works, and that's the real issue. But I think <laughs> giving money. <laughs> but we fe- can't be completely. No, we nihilistic. can't be completely blackpilled. I think giving. I think giving money to me just seems like the most reasonable thing to do. Whereas, like. Yeah. I, I just don't like protesting. Sorry, guys. It's never works. It's the same as, you know, talking about news and politics on our podcast. We're, we've always said, like, leave it to the pros. We're not going to talk about this yeah. shit because there's a thousand Peabody Pulitzer yeah. winning podcasts. There's people who know what they're talking about. And if you want to listen to the daily, that's your problem. Go listen to those people for that stuff. And, and we'll do this other stuff. And, and the same thing applies to this. We don't know the best way to do. We don't mm-hmm. know the best way to help Planned Parenthood. These people do mm-hmm. give them the tools that mm-hmm. they need to do it. Set up a reoccurring donation. That's what I like to do. Mm. Set it and forget it. Just like some people's Patreons. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, you already you're paying five dollars a month for all these shitty podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, let's pay five dollars a month to to help women. Just like my Equinox training when they're like. Oh, after I buy 12 sessions, they'll auto charge me for 12 more. <laughs> That's so nice of That's you That's an guys. interesting thing that you have built in yeah. instead oh, of option. That. I got billed for something yesterday. I got billed for some, some like a like an app that I pay for for interviews because it like records the call. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've been paying $9.99 a month for four and a half years and I haven't used this. I've never noticed it before. <laughs> like, God damn it. They got me again. <laughs> Yeah, and I did go cancel it, and I have to say it was easier to cancel. Than I thought it would be because sometimes they really make canceling it hard. It's like mm-hmm. deleting Facebook; they really try to make it as hard as possible. Oh, but I was like able to know. do it, so now I'm in the. I'm in the. I'm saving. I'm just big saving. But I'm sure you were writing it all off before and showing your accountant all of that information. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. What was yeah. the second thing that we were talking about? Uh, where I was like, I wanted to talk about the frankly part, and then the the second part of that coin. My brain totally forgot. I don't know. How many edibles did you take before this podcast? None. I think we're just tired last night from all of our steakhousing. Yeah, we went to Jar Restaurant because John... Also, if you listen to this podcast for the first time now because you came here from John Early, welcome. I don't know Hello. if John Early's that famous. <laughs> he's, not, he's not that famous, but he is beloved. He is beloved, and I get it all now. I understand it completely, and I, I love him myself. Mm-hmm. And was- I would love to go to Jar, but after he mentioned Jar... Jar is like a West Hollywood kind of 90s steakhouse 
Mm-hmm. And I got to say, we went last night with Oberg, loved every minute. Yeah, it had every... Not just because the company was fantastic, but also the onion rings. All right, Jason, I want to talk to you about uh, David Smith. Uh, he's got a new show opening at Hauser & Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. Uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when, when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith. Late sculptures at Hauser and Worth 22nd Street Gallery. Seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years. And as much as you want to touch them, they are look but do not. Mm-hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is, kind of, is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser and Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. And it closes on April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, Mm. Um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, (laughs) Internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T. R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code how long that's neutral dot com promo code how long this episode of how long gone is brought to you by booking dot com that is booking dot yeah booking dot com offers so many possibilities across the US uh, from relaxing beach resorts which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of love to bake in the sun to remote mountain cabins We can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album. Mm. The multitude of choices across the beautiful United States of America on Booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be. I, Jason, you know me. I'm a different version of myself depending on where I'm traveling and who I'm with. You know, I mean, it's always baseline. Oh, wow. It's baseline, Chris. Diva alert. It's baseline, Chris, but when I'm in Australia, it's different. But in the U.S., if I go to Florida, if I go to Georgia, if I go to California, if I go to Wyoming, you know, I, I'm going to switch up my swag a little bit. Oof, I can only imagine. I, I just recently used Booking.com to take a little uh, post-V-Day trip up into wine country, hmm. and I can't wait to see who I will be when I am there. So book whoever you want to be on Booking.com. Booking dot yeah. That reminds me of a of a bygone era of restaurants where you can just like go into a restaurant and eat. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. no I'm, without I, uh, without doing thirty to sixty days of lead prep work. Yeah. There's no lead prep. There's no. Let me take your temperature. Like, please sit on the curb. Like, oh, we'll be right with you. It was literally like you walk up to the table. They walk. They walk up to the the hostess stand. They walk you to the table immediately, and then service commences, and it's good, and it's all done on a like toast thing. Mm-hmm. No mistakes. <laughs> no mistakes, and nobody. Nobody says we. The chef asks that we put the whole order in together. Yes. Nobody says, "Have you ever done with us before?" Because they assume that uh, and no you've one's been to a restaurant. Before. No one said there's no part on the jar 20th anniversary menu where you can check a box to donate a six pack to the kitchen. <laughs> Most importantly, that was not there. But the the I just loved it. It was comfortable. Like the the my chair had wheels on it, which was very fun for me. Everyone there was. At least seventy-five. We were the youngest people there, which is rare for us. It was it was very similar. We've been doing a lot of dining events where we are we are in the minority. First, the Tom of Finland event, we were the only straight people there. That's right. Oh, we haven't talked about that, right? Have we? Oh, yeah, we, we have. We, yeah, we, we have. briefly touched on it. Yeah, we were the only straight early. people there, and and I would say, and and that and last night we were the only people who were not receiving or eligible for social security benefits. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have an emergency necklace on that you push a button if you fall. <laughs> we were the only people in there who have not received um, uh, a proctology exam, which of course then led to a pancreatitis. Yeah, that's what we need to fucking talk about. Is Jar is great. Go there. It was excellent. It was a great meal. Well, actually, I was thinking the problem is as soon as you start talking about, you know, it's just like, oh, we went to this restaurant called Balthazar and it was like old school vibes yeah, and yeah. it was aesthetic AF. And then next thing you know, that restaurant becomes We did, and though. We up. did have an interesting encounter at Jar. And we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about. Yeah, my pancreatitis. With Travi. Uh, yeah, we, my so we, stummy hole. We sit down at the table and it's, it's uh, you know, we're having a conversation. And I look, no one's arguing that I speak loudly, um, but mm-hmm. I don't think I was at my no, Chris yeah, Max no, volume. No one was, was speaking too loudly. It was, this, this was 6.30 p.m., sun still shining. 6.30 p.m., also holiday weekend, which I also talked about this last night, but it's interesting because in New York, a holiday weekend like this, like the city clears out and that's mm-hmm. part of the appeal of staying. But, but as you pointed out in LA, because it's fucking nice all the time, no one leaves. It, it's, yeah. It's like, Oh, 4th of July is here. Maybe I'll, uh, go somewhere, sit in the backyard and, yeah. Oh, I just already have that I already. Oh, maybe I'll go to my other house in Malibu. That's 45 minutes away, uh, <laughs> and not get in the ocean, but I will have a barbecue, have a barbecue, hang out by the pool. But yeah, no so, reason. so we sit down and there's this, you know, I, I clocked her. Because she seemed freaky and mm-hmm. pro- and maybe our age, like like age. She was also the only other person that wasn't yeah, 75. She was around our age. She was sitting alone at a two-top, and her table was covered in papers and other... Personal belongings. Personal effects. And then her the banquette, where maybe a fellow diner would normally be seated, mm-hmm. was covered in... Uh, <laughs> unhoused person style bags yeah so if you have worked in retail before like chris and i have and you and you see people who are sort of compulsive returners Mm -hmm. and store credit mafia Mm -hmm. (laughs) where they have the nordstrom's bag that they got in 2017 and they've been reusing it Mm -hmm. since then tattered couldn't be more worn you know it looks like it was just found on the street or something and then 
that's just their bag that they use for years. So it looks like they really did buy it. And she had all of that. She probably had four plastic crumpled bags filled with notebooks and legal documents and so so we're probably some beanie babies and shit (laughs) in there there's definitely a beanie baby there's a princess diana beanie baby she could have gotten 304 buried at the bottom one of those bags she (laughs) fucked up but we're talking we're talking about john thing of checks we're actually talking about john uh and and him recommend you know him talking about the restaurant we're talking about how the the show went and blah 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 and she just goes john (laughs) you know my best friend is crystalia (laughs) And and because because we, we were saying that John's a comedian, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she just is like, continue. She's like, Crystalia, I've known him for 13 years. He's like my big brother. He's like my big brother, which is obviously weird. But and we're also, like, yeah, we've heard of Crystalia. The fact that you pick the guy that has been canceled for grooming that wears Yeezys and drives a G wagon <laughs> is the weirdest choice. Like it almost made me believe that it was true because it's such a weird choice. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. That was like, this is my Trump card. This is what I'm, this is the biggest thing in my arsenal to impress this group. My favorite part about this interaction was I thought because she was so weird, Jason was going to go into full Jason sicko mode and mm-hmm. really, you know, kind of put, put the per, put the spurs to this old, old yeah, cow. like like let oh you want to do this we can do this mm-hmm. and instead <laughs> he we kind of politely shut it down and then we 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 bring up someone named Jeremy I think mm-hmm. and she again says Jeremy Piven <laughs> <laughs> and Jason just goes Jason just looks at her and goes all right we're done here <laughs> and and she just she. She she she, obe- knew. she obeyed. She we thought she was crazier than she was because she took a command, much like beautiful Bean and his kind of reacclamation society. Mm-hmm. But the but then I looked over, you know, during our meal to try to catch a glance. And first of all, she was was entering and exiting the restaurant five to six times, and not in like a I'm doing coke way, in like a I'm manically smoking a cig outside way. But yeah. she also, um, she's writing furious notes, obviously, because I'm sure she's working on her script or some of her comedy. <laughs> she had a, a novelty pen, writing writing instrument, with a kind of cartoonish Donald Trump head where like a, the eraser... Like a, pla- a small plastic bobblehead of, of good 45. It would be there. like, it would be it looked like a gift you would receive at a baseball game, and it would have like A-Rod's head on yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. instead, it was 45. It was Nomar bobblehead day <laughs> yes, pen... Exactly. Exactly. And then I was like, once I clocked that, I was like, oh man, I am really happy that we did not engage with this woman because I that could have gone. Mm-hmm. But the then I was thinking about her life, you know, and kind of what how did she get to this place? She's eating in a fairly expensive restaurant alone. They obviously there seemed to be She seemed like she had it, it was the it was the twisted combo of you look like you're a, a put together person of means, like your family is probably wealthy and you've sort of fallen by the wayside mm. mentally in some some way or something bad has happened to you traumatically and now you are both unhoused and no the vibe rich. i chose i pegged it perfectly i believe dad famous producer maybe granddad famous producer mm-hmm. dad famous producer long lineage of money mm-hmm. she has been my uncle wrote Dances with Wolves. So. Yeah, she's had problems, but she did get she she finished college and then it was kind of downhill after that. She never really made anything of herself. There is a monthly allowance mm-hmm. uh, that the family office kind of bestows upon her. There's yeah. an American Express card, but it did feel like I don't know if this restaurant does this, but it did feel like there was a house account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt like a house account vibe. I don't know if Jar does that, but it is the kind of place that would. I think 
It is, it is. And that's another reason why we love it, that bygone era. Like it's it's a kind of place where she could receive a phone call and they'll bring the house phone out on a silver yes, platter yes, 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 and the yes. long cord from the kitchen. It's your father. He said, not another tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, the tomahawk is for two, sometimes three. Yeah. And yeah. We're worried about you. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, was... That was- it was just it was just a really weird of all the places for that kind of thing to happen that is where I least expected it and I also didn't see her kind of chiming in on other diners conversations maybe it was cuz ours was the most relevant or we were we were just within the the closest earshot Yeah I think it's that and it's also she's probably been to that restaurant mm-hmm. a thousand times and everyone else in that restaurant is a regular and they're like oh that's crazy Stephanie mm-hmm. don't talk to her and mm-hmm. then her dad's on the phone just like yeah just give her what she fucking mm-hmm. wants just mm-hmm. tell her to stay as long no. as she doesn't come back home for dinner I know the Merlot's 550 but whatever <laughs> Get it out of the cellar. And she knows that everyone else there is like onto her vibe and, yeah. and has we were a new shunned victim. her. We yeah, were yeah, a yeah. new victim. But yeah, it was good. Look, Fresh the, fish on the line is the what The meal she was good. I had a great time. The vibe was great. We'll be going back. It, it did make me feel bad to to like sort of shut somebody down like that. Kind of. It kind of got me. I've never, ever seen you do that. It's very crisp behavior. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was nice that for once in my life, I wasn't the dickhead to a stranger. Good, good. I, I, I had, and it like was the a, right decision. It's also, it was the right decision. I knew that we had to nip this in the bud. Yeah. Because, you know, when, like, even if she was, like, had her Donald Trump pen out and she was clearly, like, crossing out things on her, like, mm-hmm. restraining order paperwork that her niece created about her <laughs> because she, quote unquote, killed one of her rabbits or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said you didn't wreck the Audi, but you were driving it. You didn't wreck the Audi, but you did spray paint whore on, on the <laughs> exactly. hood of my yeah, S4. Yeah, yeah. I told your dad not to give you anything sharp, and you still keyed my car. <laughs> so, And I know that even if she never said a peep and she never looked at me, just feeling that energy in yeah. your peripheral vision, you have to nip it in the bud or mm. else. I'm, it's going to ruin the meal. It's going to ruin my dining experience. It's going to ruin the meal. How? I want to hear about Oberg's, you know, four-month European vacation in peace while I enjoy my gym lettuce Caesar. I want to hear about the top 10 gyms in Paris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Straight what, from the horse's mouth. What am I going to do? But yeah, I mean, the other issue I've been tackling this week that's been really tough for me is kind of uh, Travis's health. Yeah. And so we had a big scare down at Cedars. What's been a, it's been almost a week now, hasn't it? It's been almost a week. And it, it might feel like old news to some of you, but... I was really baffled at the way the media handled Travis Barker having a very routine mm. procedure. <clears throat> having your pancreas removed. He, yeah. It, it, this is basically they milked it like he was going to die for multiple days. And still are probably. And it was like, it just it blew my mind the way that it was handled. And it's literally like, this motherfucker with face tattoos and a fucking Misfits t-shirt had a stomach ache after getting a voluntary colonoscopy with his chick. That's nasty. You don't get a colonoscopy with your chick. Wait, it was a couple's colonoscopy? I think, I think they do everything together. I feel like they literally do everything together. So, like, she couldn't not sit, like, piggyback on the front style <laughs> licking his neck for five minutes <laughs> so he could bend over and get some yes, fucking that's my understanding tom then, of finland silicone lube in there and then he yeah so so but the, the the media was just like 
it was literally like touch and go, touch and go. We don't know what it is. We don't know what's happening. What, what if they it, really didn't know? Because you, you, whenever you see, and also, oh, I, Travis is already one, is now one of the, you know, he's royalty now. So they're going to milk anything they can out of him. He's also a media whore. So he loves I think it. That, no, no. I think what happened is, I think the master Chris was involved mm. in this. They knew exactly what was happening. They didn't tell the media. They said, all right, we're going to keep this hush-hush for 48 hours, get all the press we can, get people thinking he's going to die. They'll stop talking about Courtney being fat and Kim <laughs> losing her BBL. <laughs> Boom. Then once we can't push it any further because a nurse is going to leak Wait it. Wait until Kim's shoot comes out where she's wearing the silver bikini and exactly. then this will all be done. No, I do think it was... I do think that obviously he, he didn't plan to have his pancreas explode, mm-hmm. but I do think that they handled it a certain way so that they could get the longest media tale So Chris is like, we're not going to lie about what happened. We're just not going to say everything that we know. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially on TMZ.com. There's nothing wrong with that. And the fact that when something like medical doesn't leak, that is the most powerful. Like, it's literally, Mm -hmm. you you know nurses. They're like 26-year-old chicks that do coke on the weekend. Like, (laughs) they're fucking psyched that they're, they're dealing with Travis Barker. The fact that TMZ didn't give one of these chicks a thousand dollars when she was getting into her Mazda M3 <laughs> to go back to Studio City is crazy. Like it's crazy. Like when you when that article in the New Yorker came out about how TMZ works, I was like, damn, these people get like the Whitney Houston hotel room photo only cost ten bands. Like this is fucking cheap. That's small potatoes. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like the, the housing market. It's only the, gone up. Exactly. So the fact that the the kind of underground network of information sharing mm-hmm. didn't release this means that the Chris Jenner is more powerful than we even realize. She knows how to edge. Yeah. Knows how to edge a story. It makes sense. I mean, I feel, I feel bad for him because when you hear he's being rushed to the hospital and you, you and you look at him, you're like, I don't think it's drugs, but you, the brain just starts looking at him and you're mm-hmm. like, he do be looking sickly though. Like he just looks unhealthy. I think you know? he, but I think he's like, like the kind of thing where it's like, Oh, I've, I've had cancer this whole time and I didn't tell yeah. anyone. Type no, shit, he also you know? looks, he also just looks like a vegan. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like an old vegan. That's like what happens to you. Kind of, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. if you're, I mean, cause he's gotta be, he's older than us. I mean, he's gotta be closer oh, yeah, to 50, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So he's probably like 50 and mm. like the dag nasty to- tattoo is starting to sag a little <laughs> bit, but he looks good overall, but he does like a little ghostly and like very thin. But I think that's natural, kind of combined mm-hmm. with a vegan diet. Yeah, because when you when you have that aging going on, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, my salt and pepper's coming in. Do I mm-hmm. diet or do I let it free flow?" He's probably shaving his entire body every morning. Definitely. Well, somebody's doing it for him. Somebody is doing it for him. So, like, once once things start to go, then you you know, like his skin will be kind of yellowy mm-hmm. and like, but certain just, things that you can't control. Courtney and Trav have worn out their welcome. You know what I mean? I, I just think it's like, we get it. It's cool. But like, sh- I, I just don't like, this kind of stuff is is just too- And we love love. I mean, we love love. This is just a little too much for me. This was too much for me. But also- She crawls on him like a like a spider monkey at like an Australian animal reserve park. I, I mean, literally, it's like, bitch, get off me. Mm-hmm. But he likes it. And, all, and he also like, she weighs more than him. Like, oh, yeah. He's not- I don't know about his core, but it, you know he looks good. But he don't look strong. The he dicky, look the strong. dickies be f- sliding off. 
<laughs> dicky, the dicky. He's gonna have to fold the waist like a hot TikToker <laughs> to give them dickies on his little skinny little frame. I would love to see the side by side of Kim K's measurements and Travis's measurements. Like Kim K is just like 42, 24, 42, and he's. 20 24 24 24 <laughs> I think I think but I do think Kim and Chloe have had their BBLs removed in a sh- in a sh- a body shift that could change our entire culture. It's like a vibe shift for the body. It could be the end of the giant butt. I think we uh we we uh, we went too far in the other direction and now we're kind of coming back down to planet Earth. If heroin chic comes back then my plan worked. <laughs> You know? This is all you. You're I've been, the, you're the I've wizard been, of I've been you're the holding the line when everybody else was shorting heroin chic. Mm-hmm. I stayed in. Yeah. And I think it's going to pay off. Just like me and my doge. Exactly. I just think it's going to pay off. I, I mean, just, I think there's it, a, there's a light that never goes out. Because what the, the, the theory is, Kim has, has, <laughs> first of all, I saw somebody say she's Caucasian again with a K. <laughs> but no, I think that she, <laughs> Basically, the plan was she lost all this weight to wear the Maryland dress, mm-hmm. but disapp- she gets it removed during the weight loss campaign so that it's less noticeable. 5D chess. It's, it's honestly Chris so cool. Again. It's so cool. It's smooth. I mean, I, I agree with the vibe shift thing happening because the one that I heard yesterday from what Carolyn was saying that certain people are having nose jobs reversed now. And that they want the so TJ was right the whole time. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. The thing is, like when you have a, you know, you get your ass or tits done, you mm. have like implants inside of your body That's that right. you can then go in and have them removed. But with the nose job, you're going to have to go in and add product to your body. So it's you know like I mean? it's basically like a, a full on reconstructive surgery. Yeah, that's weird. You're right. They have to they have to put the the rind back on the parmesan. That seems stupid. Well, I mean, because people are like, I I, I want to hold on to my heritage. I want to be proud of the way my body was oh, made. I see. They've spun it. They've spun it into. I've abandoned my true self by getting this perfect little Sydney Sweeney nose when uh, when we all know that I was the the Simi Hayes before pick. So I want to know. So like someone's, it, it is way too much. It's like I have to go in, and it's, it's not like getting a tattoo removed where you're like I have to suffer through this thing and then it's out of my system. This is I go in, you cut your face open, and then you add things to it like fake. I, I don't even. I just like this is why plastic surgery is so interesting. Is because it's like you can have everything reversed. Mm-hmm. So it's like what. <laughs> I, I just like that the thought of sounds it sounds a lot like our supreme court no exactly but the nose thing is just like uh, that to me is like i don't know that that's not I, that feels less cosmetic even though it's it's yeah, not it does feel less cosmetic it feels less cosmetic but if if i w- i think that that kim getting the butt removed is is a it's also like pretty interesting she's dating a white boy now mm, who who, I mean, and also his waist size. Is it is it possible that he's built that, like Barker? Is it possible that Pete, even though he has a giant penis, mm-hmm. said this is too much? I can't handle this. Yeah, it's like he said, "You're throwing it back at me, and I'm I'm falling off the the cloud couch." Like, my, I can't my dick this. is LeBron, but I still need. I can't beat a whole team by myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm the best dick around, but I ain't got Kevin Love. I ain't mm-hmm. got Jr. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's, it's it's like if I'm in the subway and there's 10, 16-year-olds, like they'll probably kick my ass. That's right. It's just a numbers game. That's right. And, yeah. And that, Kim's ass 
the centimeters it's just so cam reducing her ass size is in uh, is truly like worthy of a 10,000 word white paper on <laughs> how it's going to affect society and why it's happening mm-hmm. and i find that both titillating and depressing it is it is i th- i think that uh it needed to happen because having a big fat ass is great and i think it's cool but obviously you can go too far and and we see it all the time and i think that's the thing i think that's the thing is that it if i think like they kept pushing it and kept pushing it and kept pushing it and it was literally like a balloon that was going to explode and they're like all right we got to walk it <laughs> that's back. like the sound bite on the documentary we gotta, under the scalpel we got to walk it back because it's like what where do we where do we go no, yeah it's like when you see the the people who have like tits that are the yeah. size of a fucking giant watermelon something you know just like 50 pound tits like what are we doing here like yeah yeah yeah. or like all the people who have so much plastic surgery that they just die will the the lip be next yeah the lip makes sense and also with all this stuff like with it when you get the titties done just do a little bit yeah why do we have to go so crazy why do you go so crazy you have have it be plausible because it should be a little embarrassing that you got plastic surgery. when i got my calves done i made sure it wasn't too much and it's kind of aged nicely and I made sure to get you those camber sweatpants for when you had to go around and you needed a little extra breathing room. That's what it was. I was <laughs> like, can you get an XL? Mm-hmm. They're swollen. I'm like, oh, what kind of socks are you wearing? And I go to pull the pants. I'll be like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Don't look at me. <laughs> My bandages. <laughs> um, Speaking of calf implants, I was at the gym. And I saw, you know, that actor Bobby Cannavale. Of course, chicks love him. Chicks really love him. Who's he married? He's married to um, he's Lake married Bell? to Bell. Some- no, 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 no. no, no. He's married to someone cool. Uh, he is married to someone cool. Blonde. She's, uh, I believe, she's Australian. Bobby Cannavale, why? Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. That's right. Love Rose Byrne. Yeah, she's great. Um, they're cool. Like it's cool. Yeah, but that's the problem. Is in our minds they're cool, but they're actors. That's right. Actors known to have some of the worst taste of all time. So you see this guy who's like been in all these great movies. He's a great character actor. He's cool. He's sexy. He's like yummy dad zaddy vibes. Mm-hmm. And I see, you know, and he's whatever, 55 or some shit, you know. And he's wearing Under Armour set shorts and shirt matching. Not matching. He's got the matching set Under oh. Armour. And then on the feet, rip and dip high top converse <laughs> retail is value $60 he pulled out the rip and dip converse which were definitely sent to him for free yeah 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 because the thought of Bobby Cannavale going into the rip and dip <laughs> store is a step I can't believe like going that. in with his like little shithead son and being like oh these are kind of cool that is bad and it was it was upsetting it was it was a very much was he getting it in he was kind of getting it in. he was doing vanity like uh bicep curl kind of shits going on but he was like focused looking at himself in the mirror. But it's so hard to see somebody who's like, you're, you're a millionaire. Millions of women want to fuck you. Many of them hot and famous. You went rip and dip on them. And you're wearing rip and dip. So let me get the rip and dips in a nine and a half. You have a cartoon like <laughs> cat cartoon cat drawn on the side of. I mean, I if that makes the the Comme des Garcons converse. <laughs> look like some Bottega boots you know I just don't understand the problem is I think a lot of actors and people in that position they go into I just wear what they send me mode Mm -hmm. and do not process that what they send you when you're nominated for an Emmy 
is very different than what they send you when you're kind of off. I got all these Brixton shirts. They're pretty yeah. cool, right? Like Bobby Cannavale has so much Brixton mm-hmm. in his closet. The rip and dip is absolutely twisted. And the worst part is part of me now, now that I said he got it for free, I'm, I think there's a sad reality. He could have bought it. Yeah. Like you said, with the on, son, with the with the badass little kid, bring the badass in the little store. kid in on Fairfax. I also like. Why don't you have a trainer? Why are you in a Why are you in Equinox? <laughs> like, if I'm a celebrity, I'm going to some place that regular people have never heard of. I was surprised when I saw John Mulaney there. Like other other celebs that I see there, I'm like, okay, it makes sense that you're here. Like, I I recognize you, but it's not crazy. There's not Paps waiting outside in the parking garage for. The guy from System of a Down or whatever. No, I. I but just, when I saw John Mulaney, I'm like, you're you sold out Madison Square Garden yeah. three nights in a row. Like, you make a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I get the convenience. I mean, obviously, Equinox is appealing for many reasons. I just think if I'm come on the show, Mulaney. If I have that much bread and I like am gonna work out at all, mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing that somewhere where people do not have access to me one bit, and I'm with someone who is wildly professional. Yeah. Because he knows he's he's looking at me, looking at his ripping dips, and he's like, "Oh, brother, he's yeah. probably going to talk about this on how long gone." Yeah, exactly. He's like, "God damn it! I knew this was going to happen." <laughs> if I only would have done my private session at my Malibu, it's casita. just it's just also like a lot of these guys, and I've learned this from trainers. It's like a lot of these people just have a gym in their house, and you just go oh, there. Yeah. It's like it cost them ten grand, and they never think about it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's it makes no sense to me because they buy a house and they're like, "Well, we have eight bedrooms, yeah. and I live here alone. I guess we can turn one." Even of them if it's into not a, a priority for you, like why not? And I'll post about it and they'll just send me all the equipment for free if you use it once a week it's still better to have it than not have it i don't i mean but i also understand mm-hmm. the the, comp, the compulsion to like want to be a normal person mm, interesting you know where it's like i don't want this, please call me bobby yeah i don't want everything to be a thing i want to go to equinox and get my parking validated like this doofus over here with weights on his chest normal kink yeah i think that i mean i think that's probably real it's like why people live in new york it's because they can like walk down the street and they're kind of left alone you know, sometimes I like to do normal kink as well. Where where do you find that? Like when we go to the Cheesecake Factory or something. Oh, I see. Or like Raisin Canes. You know who doesn't like to do normal kink? <laughs> Me. There's I, I you I have to do it maybe like once a month. I have to go see how uh, most people in the world live. Yeah, I get that. So then it fuels me. It reminds me. To don't don't do that. To to remind, yeah, that's that's. I think that is important to kind of humble yourself. I do that with without you know, like have one night where like I get really drunk and hungover, so my brain's like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. You can't do that every Thursday. Yeah, one Thursday a month. Mm -hmm. You have to know what the sting of normalcy is feels like, or else your your blade will dull. I've I do that every once in a while when um for a reason beyond my control, Delta One isn't available, (laughs) so I kind of know what you mean. But the normal kink kind of goes into, you know, the rise of dinner parties as content and and like what if instead of like having like this ketamine fireball shot rager, we just like I'm going to make like crab pasta. And, I, I the dinner party needs to motherfucking skate. die. <laughs> not not the act of it because it's fun and we all like it. But the the. Dinner party has content. These fucking cucked Brooklynites posting <laughs> posting their tablescapes where there's no way that 98% of the food goes into the trash can. 
is mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. It's like a twelve foot by twelve foot table full of cheese and crackers and and shrimp and and meat. Marcona Oldman. There's no way that ten hundred pound chicks are eating all that shit. <laughs> There's just no way. It's like so you. It's just incredibly. It feels incredibly wasteful in a way that I'm surprised that people get away with. Because mm-hmm. obviously I don't give a shit about waste, but like it seems That's like a good point. the people that are doing it are the kind of people who give a shit about waste. And it's also, this isn't not like a Saudi prince wedding where we have to like exude abundance yeah. and prosperity to our friends and family to, to signal how wealthy we are. They're kind of doing that, but with just at their friend Stephanie's house and they went to Trader Joe's and spent... $85 I have 150,000 followers on Instagram and I sell ugly glassware from time to time on my stories <laughs> and I also really know about charcuterie. <laughs> it is it is just because it's it's for content. That's the only thing. I mean, I look, I understand that. I get all of that, but I just I just think it's like a really weird it's a really weird trend that is it's like a very strange thing that I wouldn't have seen coming is like let me flex on you by showing you how much cheap cheese i can buy at trader mm-hmm. joe's with a tablecloth i got used maybe it's like a like a trad kind of thing going on yeah. where people want to signal how domestic they are and how much yeah. like if you if you start having sex with me this is what our our mm-hmm. cohabitating mm-hmm. family life will be you'll get to ha- you'll get to have five of my friends come over every weekend to sell dirty converse outside <laughs> and we'll also have natural wine and a table Babe, did you buy the eucalyptus <laughs> eucalyptus stems? I wanted I just, to hang them in the guest bath. I also just don't. I don't know, man. I just don't like. It's also like rich cosplay for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you something. The people that grew up doing that, I know a handful of them. They probably are going to restaurants like normal people. Mm-hmm. Like we, I did not. My mom does not know how to cook. We never had a tablescape. We never had a fucking dinner party. Mm-hmm. And neither did your loser ass. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did not. You're from fucking Indianapolis. You did not do this growing up. You learned about this on Bon Appetit. These Instagram. people just found out about dinner parties when cool people have been having dinner parties the whole time where it's like, hey, come over at eight. I made uh, lasagna. We're going to get drunk. Then we'll smoke some cigarettes and we're going to like talk about stuff uh, openly. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. And that is not, what a dinner there's going to be no be. ring light. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. There's going to be no waiver to sign for the red, usage rights. The, the red camera slow-mo pan of the table is <laughs> a little too far. Like TikTok's resolution isn't even that good. It's like, what's Back the point? Back then, you go to the dinner party, you put your keys in the jar when you walk in, and now it's like, hey, guys, drone parking's over there. <laughs> this is where you're, this is our charging station, our drone charging station. <laughs> if you did bring a 5D, you had to clear that with our stage manager beforehand. It's it's just it's I mean no off body flash. We ask you if you wouldn't mind. So we did put a hundred Marlboro lights out on the table. <laughs> we really prefer you not smoke them. It's mm-hmm. it's it stinks and it's kind of bad for your lungs and the environment. <laughs> but they look really pretty. You know what we should make? We should make an ornamental reusable. You know, like you know how they have the plastic candles that are battery powered yes. that'll last forever. Same thing. We'll get. It'll just be a Heath Ceramics bowl with a hundred prop cigarettes in there that you just set up and move out. Fake Marlboro lights. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And you go to grab them and it's like the Truman Show. It's just it's all it's all set dressing. It's not, it's not going. I mean, I, I I would I also thought that trend would would kind of die down a bit because we're not forced to be at home. Mm. But it seems like it's going to stick around for a little while. It's going to stick around because we we have the ability to. Like we've been trapped in the crate like Bean 
And then Fauci yeah. opened the door and said, mm-hmm. come on out. And we're like, mm. We're, st- we're still putting one paw out Speak for yourself. So it's, it's, it's the perfect way to socialize with besties without ever having to be in, just the encounter of, a stranger. Yeah, you're right. Just the thought of that. I'm not saying this is good. People preferring that to going to a restaurant is something that I cannot wrap my head around because it's also when you're doing what we're talking about, it costs more. Oh, yeah. A lot more. Mm-hmm. You have to clean up mm-hmm. and friends are annoying. Yeah, and when you want to leave and have everyone go home and you watch you're about to watch TV and go to sleep, that's you're not on There's your There's going to be one drunk TJ over mm-hmm. in the corner blowing his his American trying to spirit. tune a guitar. <laughs> almost almost got a Does this piano actually work? <laughs> it's it's it just doesn't seem like a it doesn't seem like a good proposition overall. Even when it's well executed, I enjoy it. It's no problem. I'd still rather go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I also don't like when I come over here, when we come over here and you make us dinner, I enjoy it and it's it's fun, but I also would love to socialize with you more so you're not you know working away in the kitchen. That's sweet of you. Thank you, you know what I mean? I see you working so hard. You got towels everywhere. There's <laughs> shit on fire. You know what I mean? You're at, you're, it's a whole I thing. I look like FX is the bear. It, you look like FX is the bear. You're sweating and so shit. hot. I want Jason to sit down and enjoy a pizza with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to break oh, you, bread. You guys go ahead. I just, I'm just gonna. I have to. I spilled my marinara. Jake Davis style. Well, Jake Davis. I, he won't even eat. Mm-hmm. He won't even sit down. He's too busy plating. He's got one hand behind the back, a towel <laughs> on the front of it. He's like, this is a. Oh no, this is just water. But we kind of like to. Present and also, it this if way. you never leave the house and you never go out to a public restaurant, you won't know if if somebody keeps yelling at you from the next table over about Jeremy Piven right. and, and Chris D'Elia. You'll have a meltdown. You won't know how to handle it. You you won't have the tools. It's like getting to the ring with Jake Paul without ever practicing. Or, well, I mean, or even a lesser, even KSI. <laughs> I'm saying if you even uh, even Jake Paul's little cousin could take you down if you have if if you're not experienced in the if ring you're out of, of life. practice. Yeah, I mean the the complete avoidance of the real world is a. But at the same time, I mean, all these restaurants are fucking packed. Mm-hmm. so it you know and that's a problem too so i don't know what to, i don't know basically we're fucked is is what the conclusion is speaking of restaurants i was driving to your house last night on melrose and there was a restaurant mm-hmm. that was new mm-hmm. called baked wings mm-hmm. have you seen it i is this a dispensary slash wing restaurant i don't know if they <laughs> i know that they probably have wings but actually shit that kind of I didn't consider that it was also... Or is it a healthier option because they're baked, not fried? I think that's where I was going. But because it, it, it kind of It looks, could be all three, bro. It looks like a like an impossible burger, like startup-y kind of new there's, concept. There's so much of that stuff that I can't keep track. Yeah, but it what what stuck out to me, if it, if it was a dispensary slash wing store, then perfectly genius to call it baked wings. Yes. And also, I feel like a business like that is so indulgent and amazing that it almost can't exist on its own. You know what I mean? Like, it's too sick to mm-hmm. ever succeed. Yeah. No, I agree. Sometimes we're our own worst enemies. It's like Pete Doherty or something, you know? Like, you're burning so hot and so perfectly that it's only a matter of months, not years. As as he was described to me recently, the guy who should have joined the 27 Club and didn't. <laughs> exactly no one more deserving no one who lived an insane life for like three and a half years where Mm -hmm. it's like all right i did it Mm -hmm. i'd be happy to die Mm -hmm. damn 
I would. I mean, hopefully one day we get Pete on the pod, and let's not bring that up. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm, I'm a trying to get Pete on the pod because his book is out, but I'm hitting some walls. Okay. Uh, his his big Glastonbury performance isn't going to help. You know, I watched some Glastonbury. I was I did one of my Chris YouTube holes yesterday. But let's put a pin in that. I need to finish my big. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Part. I thought. I, I, is there more to this? Well, I was thinking about the name of it. Yeah, and it's like. It's the I, I it, it pisses me off when I see restaurants that have such lazy names. It pisses me off, bro. Baked wings, I'm pissed. Like you're literally just saying we are a restaurant that sells wings that are baked. What are we gonna call it? Hot Wing Cafe, KFC, Popeyes, Louisiana, Boom Boom, Roscoe's. I'm hundred percent on the other side of the coin with you. I appreciate the unvarnished honesty. That, that comes through in a name where it's like, what do we have here? It's right on the wall. Nothing else to talk at about. A cert, I'm saying at a certain, I like unvarnished. I like simplicity. But at a certain point, you need something. It, there's a, it can be too unfinished. Was there any sort of mascot? I don't know. But it, but I, it's, it's, a, it's a trait where I notice restaurants will have a name that is so, it's sort of in the same zone as like, social eating house Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or like it's just a bunch of word salad that means nothing yeah yeah. so it's sort of like that but in a different direction where it's like baked wings or like they're like if you're an asian restaurant that sells like chicken and and uh pork you're gonna call it like the rooster and the pig yeah you know what i mean so and and it's it's like having an Italian restaurant and you and calling it boiled pasta pomodoros. You know? I think that I think that <laughs> if baked wings is shitty, then it's cool. Yeah, I agree with that. But it wasn't. It was like it's very, like futures artwork. Like the uh, uh, an agency made the okay, deck so, so for this, the okay. architectural plan and so this like is that. a this is a ghost kitchen created by a rapper. There's yeah. There's a. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That Tyga does, is a small stake investor in this he property. He put in 25,000. He's not super liquid. I ate the baked ones. They're just as good as the fried ones. <laughs> <laughs> I learned about it on Allison Roman's YouTube. What if Tyga watched Allison? What if Tyga was... Allison's looking at her manifest of her subscribers. She's like, oh, Tyga, that's great. Tyga's like, after the whole Bon Appetit shit went down, you know what I'm saying? I've just struggled to find creators on, on YouTube that I... <laughs> that i relate to i you know i've never been to upstate new york but this moon burger shit does look cool like <laughs> moon burger <laughs> after the botulism scare on the fermentation show <laughs> i haven't been able to sleep a wink <laughs> i find cooking to be meditative when i'm going through it with bay <laughs> um also shout out to carla lolly music's husband who listens to this show I'm sending you a dog whistle. She's a she's a Bon Appetit um, alumni as well. Oh, I didn't know that. She's, she'll be. We'll we'll get her on the pod now. We're we're starting to get. I love more chefs. Oh, great! I can't wait. Don't act like you don't like it. So why do you do this again? It seems terrible. <laughs> do you make more money than I realize? Oh, okay, that's cool. The answer is yes. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> Can you not send me six desserts and instead send me an appetizer? No, it's the same as what you know. Like, hey, I I have a line cook. That I pay very well at this restaurant, but they left because they're going to go be mm. Tyga's private chef mm. in Malibu, and they're going to make six figures instead of twenty bucks an hour. You know, it's the same thing for like, why would I just kill myself in the back of some Lower East Side restaurant when I can just buy a camera and go on YouTube and be like, "What up, motherfuckers?" Don't talk about the closing of Mission Chinese like that. Okay. Ooh. 
Yeah, it took a while for Mission Chinese to close. I mean, once you move to Bushwick, you're closed. So it was like two years ago when when all the stuff came out about it being a toxic environment, and then he said like I, I I grew up in a toxic environment, yeah. so I'm also being toxic. Sorry, at least I I'm guess. being honest. I mean, kind of thing. his outfits are toxic, but <laughs> no, I mean, I just like I don't like I with, with food stuff with with food stuff. It's like it seems like I've never worked in a kitchen, but it seems like that's just kind of what it is, and. Mm-hmm. If the food is good, I don't care who's getting yelled at. Personally, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I agree. If they if they're not playing hip hop and the food is good, I'm happy. Yeah, Jar had no music playing. So sick. Just the sound of clinking Merlots. I want a restaurant. I want there to be a restaurant that exists that is cool and for young people, and it's hard to get a table, mm-hmm. but it's actually like no regular food, no music, good service. If only we had the time. To become restaurateurs. I mean, and the working capital. I mean, we could raise money to open a restaurant I just, just from I, private investors, but I don't want that smoke personally. It seems like a fool's errand. It does. Man. And I, and I would maybe, you know, put money into a project if they could guarantee me no music. Yeah. What nowadays, what is the best way to make money in food? Is it like, it's like everything is so hard. Ice cream. Yeah. I mean, no, okay. I think it's I think it's having a brand and being able to do like real CPG, like we're in all the grocery stores. Like my shit got bought by Nestle, like Van Leeuwen. Like it's mm-hmm. like all right, we have all these stores, they're popping, but we also have all of the pints in every regular ass grocery store. Not like yeah. Erwan, like we're in Ralph's. Mm-hmm. That to me seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think having a hot restaurant for two or three years, you can make a lot of fucking bread. You can, you know, and then you got to get out. But there's no way it lasts. Yeah, just I, I mean, it can, I guess. But any place that's been around for 20 or 30 years, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. there's going to be ups and downs. But no one can open just one restaurant. You know that. <laughs> like, no one can just stop. They have to put another million dollars into some bomb that nobody wanted because they were feeling themselves. We got to scale. We got to do our Vegas restaurant. That- I get it, though. I mean, I get the impulse, of course. Like, once you know how to do it, it's like, fuck it. All right. It's like renovating houses. That's where I got into flipping. It's like, all right, I figured out how to do this. I guess I'm just going to keep doing it. Man, it's because it sounds so fun and it looks so exciting when you think you know what works and what's going to be good. But when we were in, we were, when we were in, the plane never takes off. Prime Seafood Palace with Maddie, like a week, like a week before it opened. Mm-hmm. Electric energy. Yeah, I was like, this is sick. I love this. I love it being in here. Everybody's nice. Everybody's like excited. The vibe is good. I had to throw up. But the, but then you open the doors and it's a bunch of fucking mouth breathers complaining about everything and not tipping enough. And then <laughs> then the dream's over. Place is beautiful though. No calls, no shows. Exactly. I gotta charge your resi twenty five. Oh, not the twenty five on resi. <laughs> so I had the Haley Bieber smoothie. Congratulations, from Equinox. Welcome to the club. I had, I bought two of them, one for me, one for my life partner. It was thirty four dollars total. Okay, is that a problem for you? It's not a problem. They accept Apple Pay, right? <laughs> it was a little jaw. I mean, because the problem is, I'm I'm okay with buying a eighteen dollars smoothie. Mm-hmm from sun life because it like here's the expensive yeah. shit that's the inside of it the ingredient list is is arguably so long i can't finish it show me the value and i understand it i the know Haley that smoothie you're paying 12 for the smoothie and extra five for the name yeah 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 i mean harry's berries are not cheap i get that but i just i think that for me it was more of a i love to support beautiful white women you know, <laughs> that's like an investment mm-hmm. kind of in that you know what i mean i don't think do you think Haley gets a dollar off of each smoothie 
I wonder how good the deal is. I think that I think she paid to do that as promotion for the skincare. Yeah, I think it's it's a skincare thing. But what did you think? Because I had I only had three or four sips. You know, that's was, all I wanted. It was a good. Um, oh, I of course drank all eighteen dollars of that thing. Just straw you, straw on the bottom. Just because you had to get your money's worth. Tapping the bottom of the cup. <laughs> tap, tap. <laughs> it spilled in your face because you kept tapping it. Mm-hmm. The tongue's all running on the inside <laughs> of it like a dog bowl. Yeah, I, I think it was uh, it was an overcorrection f- uh, of of crazy smoothies. You're yeah. saying you have breaking news coming in? I thought so. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> it was it was my an alert for my Google Home. Oh shit! Damn. Okay. Home, I feel like homeowner swag. Camera two, I got moved. It's just a cat. Never mind. Camera two, camera two, camera two, camera two. Go, 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 go. Uh, <laughs> so, so the it, it, like all these expensive smoothies, like they kind of taste challenging. Like oh, it's yummy, but it's also like it's yummy because it's like stevia and sure. almond butter and and like a blueberry, but it has to step on you know blue green algae turmeric. Yeah, you know all this bitter, nasty, but very expensive and good for you stuff. Haley was just like me like strawberry, me like banana smoothie tastes yummy. That to me is the beauty of the whole thing. I think the maple syrup was a step too far. I agree with that. And <laughs> I talked to a friend of the show, Lonnie, about it. And she was like, I took all the sweet shit out and it was pretty good. But then texted me 30 minutes later saying it did upset her stomach. Oh, no. But I think she has an issue with smoothies. Yeah. I mean, warm strawberries after it sits for a while, it can be a little tough. I don't think, but I'm, I think that was a perfect limited menu item. I think so too. It was fun. And what I also realized what this product is, and it should just go on the menu forever, or at least have it be bestowed to the next mm-hmm. young hottie mm-hmm. that can put their name onto it. Thank you. Maybe next time a person of color would be nice. <laughs> At Erwan? <laughs> At Erwan. But it it was uh it was basically like you have the Starbucks pink drink, yeah. which is like four dollars and it's like strawberry juice mm-hmm. with ice in it, you know. Erewhon's like we just did the Our, McLaren version of that. That's true. That's so like when you're very rich and you go to, you know, your your Catholic school or whatever it is, your your private Catholic school in Los Feliz, and you don't want to look like a broke hoe mm. at Starbucks or Starbucks Reserve, you have the Erewhon smoothie to. Because I think the show. the pink Erewhon smoothie is a nice compliment to like the kind of a little bit dirty Astro World hoodie. So it's kind of perfect. It's high low. The, yeah. the scuffed up Yeezy slide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, the scuffed up Yeezy slide with the Astroworld hoodie and the and the Haley Bieber smoothie. That's hot. That's that's wifey. That's hot. Let's talk about um you're going on a trip this week, Chris. You were supposed to go on a trip and then yeah, um thanks to, Air Magadan hit you this weekend. Thanks, thanks to the, the regular americans traveling during july 4th my flight was canceled and i was unable to make my sojourn yeah and everyone coming back from paris fashion week i heard i saw 50 percent of bags were lost for paris i actually flights. this prompted me to do something i didn't think i would do but i bought we bought the apple air tags for the suitcase and Be- i didn't know because how the, everyone's losing their yeah, luggage. Everyone's losing luggage i'm like i i this is you know i just let me just buy these because they're i didn't know i didn't know how it worked they're 29 dollars mm-hmm. and the battery lasts for two years mm. so you just put it in the suitcase and you never think about it again yeah it's pretty cool but the problem is it's being used for nefarious reasons sure of course but i mean the fact that i you know hid one in your truck like a bomb is not something we need to discuss here 
you know <laughs> you know yeah i just saw like a twitter like a tweet thread about a woman yeah it's bad i forgot where she was at like she was at some public event or something and yeah. somebody put one in like went up behind her and put one yeah. in in her bag yeah no it's definitely but i think they're they're trying to correct it and apple's like showing you like hey just to let you know you're yeah i think you're you being get tracked alert, right i think now. you can get alerted but it was it, i just it's a very cool product and very like see it's it was mm-hmm. really easy to set up it's smart but just i would only use it for that purpose like keys i'm not gonna ruin my bottega keychain look mm-hmm. i'll just take the l to me it it's like a when you like you were just talking about the google cam or the mm-hmm. nest cam or whatever the ring cam it's like a thing that you get for peace of mind mm. like that or the citizen app or whatever it is. It doesn't really do anything. But it's just another thing yeah. for you to check and be paranoid about. Totally. And it's it's tough because like when I go on vacation and I'm in Italy on the other side of the world and I look at my phone and it's just like, bing, camera one, camera three, camera yeah, two, no, it's, camera three. Mailman's here. I won't do that. This to me is not that because it's completely passive. I will never look at it unless yeah. my bag is lost. Mm-hmm. I would never look at it unless the bag is lost. Like it's not like a thing you need an update on. I wonder if it's um, yeah, and also it's just like another thing that's tracking us, you know? Yeah, I don't care. Fuck me. Take that data. But anyway, yes, I am going on a little a little twelve hour solo trip to one of the greatest cities in our beautiful country, Jason. Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas, baby. I so. I was looking at Nick Weidenfeld's stories this morning and saw that Morrissey... I, I knew this was happening. I kind of forgot about Morrissey's doing a week-long kind of residency at Caesars. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Say less, Mar- Marcy. Say less. And I went on and I copped a ticket and I copped a nice... I'm ch- surprised there's still tickets available. Lots of tickets. I mean, I think it's like... I just think it's one of those things where it's like... It's a little bit of a... If it was in LA, there wouldn't be. But because it's mm-hmm. Vegas, it's like a little more... But the flight from Burbank to Vegas, you know that one, Jason. That's a classic DJ flight. Mm-hmm. Cheap and cheerful. Mm-hmm. Nothing but DJs Hotels, and Hotel workers. paid for by points. Tears, uh, sing-alongers own. <laughs> there was, uh, and you could also maybe fly JSX private over there. I was going to do that, but it was like 850. Oh, no. And I'm like, not for this. Like, I don't care. I'm going alone. I'm going for 12 hours. Don't, don't care. worry. The next time... The next JSX flight we take will be will be on the house. Oh, we might have to talk about it a little bit on the show, but that's fine with me. Okay. No, no, I just was like, ah, oh, it's not worth it for this. Like, I don't actually care. When we zip up to Carmel or something. Now know? that that's more my speed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna figure out where to have a nice solo meal. Go see Morrissey alone, and then wake up the next day and get the fuck out of there. You know, that sounds nice, man. I mean, it's just like little craps, maybe. I don't gamble. Indoor smoking, maybe one. It's nice to do an indoor smoking in Vegas. I mean, I, I, I just don't... Um, I haven't... Actually, last time I was in Las Vegas, I was with uh, my friend Russell from the UK, and we saw Aerosmith. So I'm, I'm kind of... <laughs> this is a little bit of an upgrade from that quality-wise, but I like to continue my live music in Vegas kind of theme. The house that music built. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would have gone to Adele if I had an extra $40,000 and she didn't cancel it, but <laughs> you know, here we are. Morrissey's 100 bucks plus fees. That, which seems very cheap, man. It's it's apparent, and Nick was like, "It's good." Like he was good, sounded good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna ask Chris Chang to go ahead and buy me, you know, all the flowers that he picks out, and I'll kind of. Is it peonies that he that he, Morrissey he, uses? He's kind of down for whatever. 
I, I've heard that it's you have to get one specific Maybe. flower. It might be peonies. I mean, there's like the, all the videos though where he's got like the bouquet. Mm-hmm. That's not like a specific flower historically. Maybe I'm wrong. You might be wrong, honey. Well, we're gonna find out. Dolls, sound off in the comments. Uh, yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> all right, Chris. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Hope everyone has a great beep of July. <laughs> what is the? Let's see. Let's see what's going on this week on How Long Gone. I'm barbecuing this weekend, bro. That's all we're doing, baby. And if you see me posting sponsored content for a great canned alcoholic beverage yes, you company, did. smash that comment <laughs> button. Smash the like, Jason. I'm I'm pulling out the the new digital today to kind of get some content for Jason. You know, we're mm-hmm. gonna see what that Ryko can do. Double tap it. Hit me with a that looks so yummy, me so thirsty. I want to slurp it up. Jason's thirst, Jason's thirst traps are actually just drinks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of smart when you think about it. The shirt stays on. <laughs> <laughs> shirt stays on. Pop stays. Oh, I didn't see you there. Popped. I was just enjoying my lo-fi Aperol spritz. Oh, oh, Chris, I didn't see you. No, no, no. Serve it over ice. Oh. You Hashtag gotta, lo-fi. What moves you? You got to crack and pour it. What moves you feels like my line from the Real Real commercial. Okay. Uh, how long gone? <laughs> Um, yeah, if anyone has the real, real commercial with Chris in it, send it to me. We can't seem to find it. We pay for our Hulu without ads. It's kind of a problem where you're trying to see yourself. Uh, you know. But anyway, yeah, How Long Gone. Uh, we're back next week with, with uh, more excellent podcasts. And um, we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. My racks came in fast. You say I'm a hot, better get on my ass. You ain't gonna shoot that facts. If we see that whip, we gon' leave him on flex. Glock on my hip, hit him up like tax. If he on the verse, then he gotta get taxed. I don't hear shit, I can only hear the racks. 50 round trunk at that little nigga, heart attack. He from the birds, that little nigga ain't on that. Lizzy catch him, smoke is a dumbass. Jay got a switch, you won't play with your dumbass. Shoot a berserk, tryna lurk, who done hit my phone? I feel like I'm the one who gonna shoot. I did that work up and hop out the coop and shot him first. They six deep, shot the biggest one last. I'm finna ball out, bitch, like Steve Nash. Kicked out of school cause I smell like weed in class. Seven six two it is car and it made him crash. Yo bitch on dick and it got her crack. Only be in the stool dropping hits. They treat this shit like crack. Playing it bitch and your little dumb ass getting hit. his head off, throw that shit in the trash. My racks came in fast. You say I'm a op, better get on my ass. You ain't gon' shoot, that's facts. If we see that whip, we gon' leave him on flex. Glock on my hip, hit him up like tax. If he on a verse, then he gotta get taxed. I don't hear shit, I can only hear the racks. 50 round trunk, get that little nigga heart attack. And on that. Bitch.